that's what's killing us Africans, to be honest. We just don't understand our worth. We don't understand our worth. And I'm talking especially to us men in terms of how we handle life. Mm. Because for so many men today, young, in the 20s, in the 30s, it's alcohol and women. Unfortunately, yeah. And we'll be the first one to say, okay, it's the government and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. When are you going to condemn the government? Welcome everybody, Swailo. Bienvenue today. I am super, super excited to be bringing this episode to you because I have a very, very special guest and I know you're going to enjoy this episode and be blown away by the amazing work that he's doing and that he's about to bring to the world. Welcome back to yet another exciting episode of your favorite podcast of all time, Sakina Speaks. Now, today we're going to be having a timeless conversation with an artisan, in fact, an academic. I don't even know what to describe him with because he just has so many great attributes and so many great talents that he's about to just unleash onto the world. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, uh, Michelange Katende. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're such a, an amazing presenter. What an <laughs> introduction. You. Wow. Thank you. Fantastic. I'm trying. I'm trying. Thank you so much. So uh, exactly, I'm Michelange Katende. I'm a young architect. Mm -hmm. originally from the DRC. I've been to South Africa since 2012 and currently doing my master's degree still in architecture. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a watchmaker. That's why we're going to be having a timeless conversation. I hope you caught the pun. You could have chosen to make anything else. Why watches? Why watches? That's a question that I can't answer myself. It was quite interesting because I'm a big fan of businesses. I like entrepreneurship. I like people who create opportunities for others mm -hmm. instead of just wanting to make money. Because True. I think making money for yourself is quite selfish. Africa is a land that deserves to go forward. Indeed. So being an entrepreneur is really interesting. And the question we ask ourselves is what to do. And uh, in order to find a driving force in what you want to do, it's important to find something that you have a passion for. Mm -hmm. And watches, I love watches. Mm -hmm. As you may know, men only have one jewelry. So 13 years ago, I got a beautiful gift from my dad. Mm -hmm. It was a beautiful watch, an Emporio Armani. So I traveled with the same watch to come to South Africa. So it was my only watch. Unfortunately, the leather straps got destroyed mm -hmm. and I had eventually to replace them. I I didn't find uh, Empoio Armani shop in South Africa, mm -hmm. so I had to go around. I went to Fossil, for those who know a bit about watches, and they, they had quite a big variety of leather straps mm -hmm. that I had to choose from. And while I was choosing the leather strap, something was telling me, okay, uh, Michelange, you're kind of making a new watch here. What's going on? Oh, wow. Then I finally chose one strap that I liked a lot, and I went back home. When I went back home, I asked myself the question, why did this watch last so long without gaining uh, much damage? in terms of materials, in terms of the glass on top of the watch and stuff. Mm -hmm. Then I started digging into the, the watch industry, watching videos on YouTube about Rolex, Patek Philippe, mm -hmm. Tissot, how those watches made. And it was very funny enough because most of those materials are materials that we use in architecture. Wow. So it was easy for me to understand the properties of those materials. And the fact that in architecture, I'm used to use uh, 3D softwares mm -hmm. that allows me to explore shapes and ended up designing the watch that we have today, the Michelin's Catende watch. Then mm -hmm. I had to find 
different manufacturers. For leathers in South Africa, we have amazing leathers in mm-hmm. this country. So for the leather, it wasn't a problem. For the cases, I went to talk with Japanese guys because after Switzerland or Germany, we have to acknowledge that Japanese guys are amazing in terms of watches. For the molds, I talked with Japanese guys for the movement inside the watches. Yes. It was a big collaboration between South Africa and Japan. Mm-hmm. And the materials that they've used for the watch are materials coming from the DRC. So the stainless steel and the gold is coming from the DRC. Then wow. when you put the package together, you have a product which can represent Africa perfectly. I'm, I'm just learning so much from what you're saying now. I never knew that you could mesh architecture and watchmaking. This is really, really fascinating. It is fascinating because even my lecturers at university don't understand how I jumped from architecture to watchmaking. Same question I had, yeah. Two different words and uh, I'm loving the journey. I'm Mm. loving the journey because in the beginning I was asking myself the question, what is the most difficult thing to do in terms of building a a watch? Mm -hmm. So I was thinking that putting a watch together was the most difficult thing to do. Mm -hmm. But right now what I understand is that building the brand is even way more difficult. Absolutely. In terms of building the brand and, and getting people to trust you and everything, what has been the greatest challenge in that? I mean, you haven't launched yet and we're going to get to that just before we conclude the episode, but what has been the greatest challenge? So the greatest challenge right now, as I said, that building the brand is even more difficult than building the watch itself. Mm-hmm. Because building the brand is about building confidence and understanding and a connection with people buying it. Yes. Because uh, the watch industry is kind of saturated mm-hmm. and uh, you have to find a way to make yourself standing out mm-hmm. of the crowd. In terms of businesses, I'm not afraid to fail because I think people tend to not get into adventures of doing some businesses because yes. they're afraid to fail. We should fail often. We should fail early. Mm. It's really important. By meaning to fail, I'm willing to learn in the process because I didn't study marketing. I didn't study uh, finances or anything like this. Yes. The things that are driving me is what I understand from the philosophy of someone like Steve Jobs because mm-hmm. Steve Jobs is someone that I listen to a lot. I watch a lot on YouTube videos and I try to understand how he's defining a watch brand. How is defining Apple? Because mm. when you look at Apple today, people are just attached to Apple, not because they're doing the best devices, but because Apple is a brand, it's a lifestyle on itself. Exactly. And uh, the way I'm approaching to, to make people understand what we want to achieve, the images that we're portraying by the social platforms, the commercials that we do, mm-hmm. every image, every sentence that you say is very important yes to convey that thing to people and i think over time people will understand that people will get attached by the time they get the watches and to feel understand the quality mm. so it's something that's going to build up slowly but surely we can't expect people to understand that it's quality from the beginning yes they have to touch it they have to feel it they have to use it for years they have to use it under many conditions before they say all right this is a beautiful watch this is something i can recommend to a friend to buy as well. This is something I can recommend to someone to buy for his wife or husband for mm. a wedding. So I think it's a beautiful journey in which I'm uh, I'm learning every day. Mm-hmm. Today, I know many things that I didn't know yesterday. And tomorrow, I'm going to know things that I don't know today. Yes. So there is room for improvement in every other aspect. But at I, least I'm enjoying the, the journey and I'm having lots of fun. I just absolutely adore how ready to take in every single moment, every single step of the journey, regardless of what it looks like or what 
what you face and it's something so inspiring because so many of us want to start i know even myself you know even with this podcast we just all want to you want to begin and you want to be great immediately but it takes time and it's in that maturing and process that you just become the absolute best version of yourself true to that because this is not the first business I've tried. Uh, mm-hmm. I've tried in the DRC a saloon of video games okay. where people come and play and stuff. But it was really difficult because people came to steal everything from there. A few years later, I've tried to have a car wash and polishing company. Mm-hmm. But uh, people over there didn't understand the technology behind the machines that I was using. So the watch company is really interesting for me because uh, I understand everything and I can manage everything. Because yes. right? I have the stock here in South Africa. I know how it's made. I know where it's made. I have the control over the quality and everything. So I'm really confident about it. Wow. I'm, I'm so it. excited to so get that. my hands on one of them. Definitely. I know many of us are just asking this question and we really just want to be, I mean, because it's mind blowing. Like, just knowing that there's an African person so close to home. And I'm super proud that you're Congolese because you're just putting us on the map. The fact that you are actually making a watch from scratch. This is a proudly African brand. Can you just give us like a brief rundown of what happened from the moment you source your materials to the finished product? A little bit of a step-by-step picture. So in terms of materials, materials coming from the DRC are those who are making lots of noise and uh, problems around the world because Mm -hmm. of the way it's taken, because of the way it's extracted from the ground, the use of children, which is seriously a bad thing. Mm -hmm. So what I made sure is to find companies, because me, I don't have the right to uh, extract minerals. So what I do is, uh, okay, companies that are allowed to buy from uh, international resellers, they buy, even the manufacturers are the ones buying Mm -hmm. from the DRC. So I'm not the one holding them. They treat it there. Uh, We work on that. They show me the progress, how is the shape going and so forth. And uh, from the South African leather, there is a leather company in Johannesburg, but I can't give the names, unfortunately. True, true, true. Absolutely understand. And I have leathers coming from Italy as well, because I made some relationships when I was in Italy in 2015. Mm. So today I'm using Italian leather and South African leather as well. So now when, when you when you make the watch, like what happens first? Do you put the leather on first? Do you put the glass on first? Let's imagine we were walking into the factory right now and just seeing it happen. So for the watch, the most important thing is the movement. Mm-hmm. Because I'm working with a Japanese quartz movement. It's really efficient and it's kind of reasonable in terms of prices mm-hmm. compared to mechanical and automatic movements, okay. which I'm going to use for future models because Definitely. I had to start somewhere. So we start with the quartz movements. Then you have what you call a mold. So the mold is uh, the shape of the watch that you put in. Yes. So we have to create the shape first. Then you mold it and you put the stainless steel on the golds in there. So mm-hmm. it becomes solid. After that, you have to work with the dials. So you have to cut those dials that are made out of uh, it's old based yes. plastics. And the glass on top of the watch is the sapphire glass so that it doesn't scratch easily. Then we have to polish the case itself. Mm-hmm. So the polishing is such a very careful process that you have to take. And with very small polishing machines, you touch it in every angle to make it shiny. Mm -hmm. Then the leather straps are very easy to make here in South Africa. They have good leathers with some kind of materials they put inside to create that balance. Mm -hmm. Then uh, you have your watch. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, I am fascinated by this. I don't know about you. I don't know. I mean, watches are something that we take for granted, to be honest. Some people really, really value them. People like uh, Michelangelo who really know the value of a beautiful timepiece. I know that 
many of us have that one watch at least that we absolutely adore because it has some sentimental value, something beautiful to it. But I don't know if we've really taken the time to appreciate and to cherish all the effort that went into making that beautiful piece of work. And so that's why I'm just so grateful for having you on today's episode. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Because as you said, a watch isn't only a material. Mm -hmm. A watch is a feeling. Every time you look at your watch, you feel something. What is your vision? for Michelangelo Catende watches? Well, where do you want this to go? How big do you want it to be? The vision behind Michelangelo Catende is uh, the rising of the elephant. The elephant, which is African, was sleeping. Today, that African is standing up again. Yes. Because we have the feeling that Africans can't achieve anything in terms of industry, for example. Mm-hmm. I've been talking to some people. I was asking, okay, why don't we have a fridge brand, for example, in the DRC? Yes. Why do we have to buy fridges from around the world mm. bicycles right yes beds right it's something to even think carpets. about carpets yes even carpets carpets by the time we try to develop our industry everyone is going to get a job absolutely this is a way to say that a watch is something impressive it's something crazy mm. to do yes but we can actually do it exactly we can actually do it. We can do anything. If you guys aren't because inspired. Right now, yes. Right now, you're using a microphone, right? Yes. Which microphone company do we have in Africa? I'm not going to lie to you. I don't, I don't know. I don't think we have one. Maybe there is, but we don't know. Mm. Why not? Food for thought here. It's the 21st century. Why are we not making laptops? Why don't we have a TV brand? <laughs> I think he's stirring up something within us that, I wow, it's, it will not be contained. I'm definitely, I'm asking myself the same question. Maybe the listeners will be able to answer me, you know, on my Instagram page or, or just to share their opinions and their thoughts. Why don't we actually take the step to become, you know, the future that we want to see? I think what we're living with the COVID-19 Mm-hmm. is something that should teach Africa that we don't have to rely on anyone. Mm-hmm. If we were hoping to rely on Americans to save the world, even themselves can't save yes. themselves. Yes. They can't. We On our own, there is so much talent, not only in the DRC, in South Africa. I know crazy South Africans, but they don't know how amazing they are. They don't. That's what's killing us Africans, to be honest. We just don't understand our worth. We don't understand our worth. And I'm talking especially to us men in terms of how we handle life Mm. because for so many men today young in the 20s in the 30s it's alcohol and women unfortunately and we'll be the first one to say okay it's the government and stuff blah 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 Mm -hmm. when are you going to condemn the government yep Till when? Mm, this is I've gold. been saying people, I've been seeing people complaining about uh, online learning, saying that they don't have data. Mm. For how many hours are they online on social media? That is true. That is very right? true. Why can't you use those data for school? Because we, we don't know our value. I think we don't know our worth. We don't know how much we need to invest in ourselves and believe in our capabilities and just follow through with that. Okay, this might be another subject, but uh, women today are doing way better than men in everything. And why, why is that? I think it's the raising of women. Women empowerment and stuff, they are conscious that they can do things as well. They can learn, they can be responsible and do things in life. They're accomplishing things. Yes. So why, why are men sleeping? Something to think sleeping? about. So that's the reason why the Michelangelo Catende brand is something I'm taking to heart to make Africa understand, to make uh, South Africa, to make the DRC. Cameroon, Gabon, understand that we can actually do everything. Absolutely.
even irons, irons to iron clothes. We don't mm. have grains for irons. Yo, this is waking me up. <laughs> Yo, we just take it for granted. Just imagine you have your grains of irons, your grains of irons. You just make irons. It's fantastic. It's coming from Africa. You sell all over the world. Yeah, guys. <sighs> I'm hoping the next iron maker is going to come from my listeners because this is really thought provoking. It's not something we think about. I think we think of making big things, cars. I think it starts small. It's the small things that matter and the small things that build up to those big things that we're all dreaming about. We can even make toothpaste, toothpaste. You see that we can do so many things. Just imagine mm. toothpaste. Speechless. You've, you've really, you, you're really going to inspire a lot of people through this. And I'm glad that they I was probably hearing it first on this platform because this is what Sakina Speaks is about. It's about giving Africans a voice, you know, allowing us a platform to voice our opinions and to make our voice heard. And it's through initiatives like this, it's through individuals like yourself that Africa is rising and that Africa is, you know, we, we're making our mark on the world because gone are the days where we just don't have a say in the world anymore. True. The future of the world is Africa. Mm-hmm. Africa is going to save the world. I believe right? so. Yes. While the East and the West are destroying the world and everything Africa is still intact mm-hmm. we're talking about lands because in South Africa the debate of lands is really interesting mm-hmm. we have lands all over Africa we can build we can build we're not doing anything so we're sleeping on our resources basically so in terms of watches I was telling myself why does the DRC produce so many gold uh, diamonds and so forth to sell over the world but we don't profit take from. advantage exactly now it's the golds coming from your grounds that you are wearing on your waist. Yes. That's special. Carrying a piece of your home around with you everywhere you go. That's special. This is what Rudy Samuel calls making a madness because wow, <laughs> this is amazing. We can do so many things. Unfortunately, every beautiful thing must come to an end. Even this conversation, which has just awakened so many emotions. It's just brought so many things to light that we really need to think about. And so in closing, I really, really would have wished that we could have spoken for so much more, but I, I hope that in the future, in the near future, you will come back and you will share your journey with us and you will tell us how well your brand is doing and how many more lessons that you've learned and all the beautiful things that you've encountered. When is your watch brand launching and how can people contact you and how can they get one of these beautiful timepieces? Thank you so much. We're going to launch on the 13th of June. Mm -hmm. The 13th of June is a special date for the DRC because the date of uh, independence. Wow. And it's going to be the 60th anniversary of independence. And uh, we're going to launch our website in a few weeks. We're going to sell online for a beginning. Then the more we grow the company, then mm-hmm. we start having boutiques mm-hmm. around the country, around Africa, around the world. But at the moment, we will start with online shopping. Okay. But that's great because then many, many of us can be able to get a hold of one of these. Because Sakina Speaks is listened to, even if it's by a little uh, amount of people, but it's listened to people all over the world, actually. And I'm so grateful for that. To each and every single one of you who listen from all the different countries that I've been discovering, who have actually come across my podcast. So thank you so much. Once again, thank you to all my South African listeners, to all my friends and family to all of uh, Michelangelo's family and friends are going to be listening to this and everyone who is going to purchase from this watch collection I think it's not just going to be you making an ordinary purchase it's going to be you making your mark in history it's more than just buying something from an online store it's you really making an impact and contributing towards the advancement of this continent so thank you in advance thank you so much you the best
<laughs> thank you so much thank you lastly please give us a last word or a phrase to inspire those that are still sitting on ideas as you said africa is sitting on its potential people are probably waiting for hope waiting for funding or for just a simple word of motivation can you please give them something to move them forward that's really interesting and i would give a common advice which is to start and by starting when we talk about founding i would say it's difficult to get foundings for a project you have and you haven't done anything at all because mm. I'm going to share my small journey for the project. I managed to get funding for the watches because I've worked on the watches and with my savings, I made the prototype, mm -hmm. right? So by bringing the prototype to investors, here is the watch. This is what I came to. You were far better chances to get funding that's coming to say, hey, I want to make a watch, but there's no watch. Mm. So they, they must see a willing. The willingness, give, the, the work, yes. We give to those who have. To those who don't have, we take. This is, this is gold. This is gold right here. I hope, you, I hope you're listening to that. We give to those who have and we take from those who do not have. It's actually uh, recalling me of a French saying, which is l'argent pelle l'argent. Basically, money calls money. So you need money to make money. And in this case, you need something in order to make more. So, wow. That's it. Thank you so much That's once it. again. I'm so, so privileged for having you on the show. It's been an absolute blessing. All of the things you've said from beginning to end, it's really something to think about and something to put into practice, into action. You're simply the best. Thank you so much for inviting me i'm humbled to see people trying to understand the story behind the watch company mm -hmm. and uh, thanks to god hopefully we can make it happen to become something big amen to that all glory to god for the podcast for the company um you know for the watches and for all those people who are doing the absolute most not just for themselves but just like michelange said to make opportunities for other people and to put africa on the map to put their countries on the map to put the world at a better standing point once again thank you so much for listening to this podcast it's been your girl sakina ishabani i hope that you'll have a lot to tell me a lot to comment on please do go and follow michelange katende w on instagram that's where you'll get all the watch information you'll be able to contact him you'll be able to communicate and just ask whatever questions that you need the watch is launching on the 30th of june the independence day of the drc which i'm extremely proud about i have nothing to say i'm absolutely speechless i need to go back to the drawing board and do the most because we're trying to put this continent on the map so Mwah! Sakina has spoken. Mwah.